cutting-edge guests, awesome, uncensored, jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. Welcome back to F-Bomb Fridays, dear souls. You are going to want to tune into this stream, this broadcast. You have not one, not two, three, the four Reiki masters here Three continents represented from all around the world talking about saving the children, cosmology, ufology, literally curing people, healing them 100% with the vax, and so, so, so much more, as well as channeling, galactic federation, you name it. And by the way, I'm going to leave you right now with Claire, who has recorded a new jingle for this. We look forward to seeing you on Friday. We're sick and tired of being polite. So we're going to yes. just sing it like it is and sing it how, how we feel it. And uh, so it goes a little like this. Fuck it Fridays, 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 fuck it Fridays. Wow. Cloud. Divine Lions and Lionesses, welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show. Since we stand for love, liberty, and liberty, we're here on Fuck It, Fuck It Friday. If you could be freezing compared to where you are right now. I remember that guy from that John Candy, Dan Aykroyd movie. Remember, it was really funny. He got hit and lightning in his head. You know, The Great Outdoors, an incredible funny movie, right? <laughs> 60 times. He's been struck by lightning. How many times is it now, Reg? Six, six, six times. Six, 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 this is the third F-Bomb Friday show, and I have three divine feminine lionesses right here. <laughs> Claire and Georgie Venus, twins from Melbourne, Australia, and Lisa Shermerhorn from her lodge home, log cabin in Vermont, buried under like 48 feet of snow. She was shoveling <laughs> her three-mile-long driveway by herself. Who knew a Jewish girl from New Jersey would grow up and be rocking it right here with a fig garden out back, thanks to Barry. So we um we have for a first time, ladies and gentlemen, we have a jingle. We just might have an fucking Friday jingle. Thanks to an award-winning singer, Claire Woodley. <laughs> well, hi. It. Thank you, Brad. I'm using a crystal. So welcome everyone to the big it. chunk of tourmaline you got in your face. Yeah, we're already getting there. <laughs> we're sick and tired of being polite. So we're going to yes. just sing it like it is and sing it how how we feel it. And uh, so it goes a little like this. Fuck it Fridays, 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 fuck it Fridays. Wow. Excellent. Love it. Love it. Love it. The, the, the chords are good. I mean, I would, you got it for me. Yeah. And this and is a little, little something else. You're going to mess with the cabal. 
Yeah, the, a message for the cabal. Uh, her, her golden <laughs> healer microphone. This is just a quick one for you, Cabal. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you very, very much. Because we hate what you do and we hate your whole crew. So please don't stay in touch. And again, everybody, Fuck you, come on. Fuck you very, very much. Because we hate what you do and we hate your home. Please don't stay in touch. That's awesome. We got a brand new commercial. You might need I to cool things down a bit, Brad, with the, <laughs> yeah. the fan. Fan? Starting to freeze. Yeah, you're starting to freeze a little bit. You might have to cool your computer down. <laughs> They're getting all hot and bothered about that song. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Thanks for my market. So how did you survive? I don't see that. I think I sent that to Lisa beforehand. I'm like, I should use this in the show. You and, totally. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking legend, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just thinking that. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Love it. <laughs> On what elections the main, this what and, yeah, the main and fiat currency. I know, right? Yeah, like the meme army. It's literally really helped people, I think, just kind of share and come together. And says yeah. so much with so little. But we're talking, let's talk about spirituality. I used to open the show with like, we talk about everything ancient, current, and quantum. Quantum is ancient. We're also talking about spirituality before we started recording here, because there are people that are, your course is called Return to Sovereignty and God. This is a sovereign soul show. Lisa said, hey, I choose to be a sovereign soul when you were sharing your, your experience from that other place, Lisa, before we began recording. And there are other people that are giving away their sovereignty from a spiritual standpoint. Let's just put it out to the floor there and uh, maybe chat about that, what you're all seeing, because you're both divine healers and extremely spiritually enlightened, all Reiki masters here, all four of us, as well as licensed hypnotherapist the two of you um so yeah let's go for it how can people protect themselves what can they do and let's have a couple laughs and as <laughs> ricardo would say make them fucking famous the ones who are <laughs> stealing people's souls yeah yeah well, we're not talking about the vatican here that's already been been there done that we're talking about stuff people probably don't know yet well, mm. one thing one thing I would like to share that I've actually been experiencing and and primarily and it was almost to the minute um mm -hmm. December 12th we had that 1212 portal and that night I started having almost panic anxiety and all this stuff come up, coming up. And I found that a lot of people, I've seen Lori Ladd talk about this. I spoke to Laura Eisenhower about it too. A lot of sensitives and, and empaths and people are really, really struggling right now because their shadow is coming up and there's also attacks going on, especially at night. And so 
for me, I was feeling like waking up at four in the morning every night and and feeling like someone had an electric prod, prod, you know, cattle prod and was hitting me with it. And I was waking up and I had to discern, was I being attacked energetically or is this my stuff coming up because it's ascension symptoms? And a lot of people are talking about really, really struggling. So um, I was curious if you've had this experience as well and, and uh, how, you're, how you're helping people with that. Yes, I have. So I'm completely resonating with you, Lisa, and what you're saying. And, and for me, it was late last year as well, um, probably a little bit earlier than December. But I, I was um, going through the same sort of experience too, particularly um, one or two times where I just had extreme anxiety come over me and thought, where is this coming from? Really felt into it and felt that it was past stuff. It was uh, shadow stuff definitely coming up to be released. And then I ha had a technique in a way that I have been uh, trained by our spirit guides and, and those that watch over us to help others as well with. And it, and it was involving a lot of breathing, tapping into it and really understanding what, what I felt that it was that was coming up, um, breathing it out and, and really allowing myself to feel it and then release it and let it flow through me, through my breath. And that was really helpful. And then to, um, to just... I was using the hopo no no. How do you say it? I can never say. Pono pono. Prayer. That one. Yes. I don't know. I was using that beautiful. too. Once things started to calm and subside, I would use that prayer, and that could possibly bring up more emotion then too, because it was like it was almost like sometimes my ancestors were coming through too, and they were feeling that emotion of letting it go finally and that that really overwhelming emotion of gee we've held this in the body for so long and finally we're allowed to let this go now and I was helping not just me but a collective consciousness group um, to let this go and it was beautiful to mm -hmm. be able to do that actually it was so freeing after get going through the process so all I can say to people viewing this is if you experience this coming up for you really allow yourself to feel it breathe through it uh, just you know really breathe in through your nose blow out through your mouth just let yourself feel it because we really have to feel it not push it down anymore not push it away and ignore it anymore it's coming up for a reason and we have come here for a reason too, carrying a lot of stuff that is ancestral as well as our own, as well as for the collective out there to heal it and release it because we can. We have that powerful light within us that we can do this and it's really important work that we're all doing. Thank you for saying that because that's exactly what I got was it's a combination of our ancestral stuff because I actually do that through hypnosis and quantum work where I travel through the generations and that they're they're around us like they're yes. I, I I had a reading with a, a friend of mine who was one of my teachers and she was psychic development and mediumship and I walked in to have a reading she goes whoa you come in with a crowd so I said she said wow your family's really nosy and I said yeah they were when I was alive and they were alive too <laughs> yeah but yeah. Um, yeah, we're clearing that and for the collective that there were many of us who agreed to do that. Um, and it is dark. It's mm. very dark. So understand it's like having to discern between what's mine and what's not mine and, and having the tools to release it. Because I do the whole Pono Pono also. That changed my life, by the way. 
It's a forgiveness prayer, an ancient Hawaiian forgiveness prayer. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And um, it, it it's changed my life in so many ways. But also about the ancestral stuff, it's, it's important. We're clearing because we're all moving, right? We're all we're all ascending at the same time. So we're helping them too. And some of us yeah. are here helping to hold that space, hold that light so that we can help everybody to go. I want to know what what con what I signed before I came in here to do this. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you probably looked down, you're probably signing your contract and they were saying, Are you sure you want to do this stuff? <laughs> We take a on a do somewhere yeah yeah we we were very over ambitious weren't we yeah I think a lot of the the, the set when we're in session the guides often tell our clients that you know they were um you know came into this incarnation you know a little bit over yeah as you just said over ambitiously and um but you know even though a lot of us are, are have lived many, many lives, many thousands of lives, may, maybe hundreds of thousands of lives or more. Um, we still wanted to learn as much as we could, um, even coming in to help, because a lot of us were volunteered for this incarnation during this particular time on Earth uh, as star seeds, and uh, uh, even though. You know that was our. It can for a lot of us. That's our main mission. Uh, just being the light um and that helps others um we wanted to learn as many life lessons as we possibly could so a lot of us have had pretty tough tough time mm. in this lifetime i find most of the people we come into contact with have had pretty intense um mm. lives mm. yeah lots of family trauma lots of uh uh yeah even going down as far as you know being having uh su suicidal ideation things like that Addictions. Um, addiction mm -hmm. yeah we've we've really lived through a lot a lot of us and um i find that's across the board and you know what a, a difficult thing but you know the uh learning in it is quite quite amazing to come through it it's very much about the opportunity for a massive evolution as a soul here, I think, mm, because this yeah. earth school is so tough. It's the hardest one, they keep telling us, our guides, because uh, we yeah. come here not remembering. That's the biggest key thing about being human beings on earth is that you don't get to remember who you truly are, and that's part of the massive evolutionary process and and added on to this ascension because the ascension is multidimensional. It's not just here on this planet it's everywhere. It's not just this solar system. It's everywhere, the entire multiverse. But this particular life here is the most difficult one for the ascension because in the process of ascending, we are trying to remember who we truly are, which is that beautiful being of light. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, that we have everything we need already. Yeah. But, you know, what's interesting. Well, I'm sorry. There's a delay. <laughs> Go ahead, Brad. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going from three continents with four people. Yeah. Oh, by the way, <laughs> I want to make some, some people famous about this after. And it's just like rumble trolls. You know, like I had a video earlier, uh, since we're on F on Fridays, and I had a video done earlier this week where I was showing the satanic pedophilia in some videos, right? Not actually being done, but the perpetrators of it, you know, whether it was from Lady Gaga to Katy Perry to all the other ones and the other names people are knowing right now. And it was just a well put together video. I didn't do it, but I was sharing two minutes worth. 
and where we all were. And then like, you see the trolls in the comments like, yeah, once we get to that video, it's shaky. Could you check your internet connection before you do all this? And like, yeah, I'm with you. I watched 19 minutes in. Don't watch anymore, everybody. Don't watch anymore. It's interesting. There were three troll <laughs> comments like that from three profiles. And I only had three thumbs down on that video out of like 120 likes. I'm like, oh, interesting. You see how they're all conspiring together, right? That the yeah. state, the dark trolls, like, oh, okay, because you can't do anything like says fast forward 15 seconds, 15 seconds, because you're getting all this information for free and truth bombs. And I've checked and I might have a sole contract, but I don't have a contract to do this show, like a Tucker or somebody getting that paid advertising, nor do the women that you see before you, dear souls, have any making any money to share truth and love with you. And those flavors that are out there. And um, so, yeah, I just kind of went off on a little rant, rant. But now I feel a lot better. But I do have them. So L. Smith 111, you're a fucking retard. And Campani, right? Because I'm like, what would Ricardo do? I have like this thing, this default thing. I'm like, <laughs> what would this do? What would Ricardo do? Right? And so <laughs> we Ricardo, we like, make him fucking famous, right? Campani, if you see that handle on Rumble anymore, is a fucking Ponty. L Smith 111 is a fucking toolbox. Yeah, BJ Bentley on Rumble. You see that profile, BJ Bentley? Put the bird lace Ripped off an entire video that you know Derek and I did, like reposting it, no problem. But no afterwards. And and came in a week ago where I had a horse walked by me because I'm in South America and it's not my horse, but it was grazing on a soccer field. So the caviaro comes up and grazes, and the comment goes, that horse is malnourished. I'm like, BJ Bentley, boom, where are you that name for? I click on the link, go to Rumble, and they've got like ripped off videos from other people. I'm like, total fucking candy ass, haunting piece of shit. So anyway, oh, yeah. make him famous. Now talking my language, Brad. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, well, this is probably why you get the one or three thumbs down on videos where you're like, Oprah's a satanic pedophile. She goes to Gitmo. Thumbs down. The video didn't uh, work at 19 minutes. And that's what we see very little of happening. Mm -hmm. I think those people are mostly going away. Um, There's overall. so many people that are, you know, starting to come, you know, starting to be exposed. Like we've heard this, but like that we just want to like, um, Georgie and I have come into contact with three now, mm -hmm. but two two people in, in our, um, that we've had uh business uh, dealings with, um, uh, interviews with, um, they portray themselves as <clears throat> very... Angelic. Um, uh, oh, yeah, angelic. Yeah, very... Sweet, and, lovely. Yes, yeah, sweet. Um, they've got, but they'll always... Oh, they'll Sorry. You. Go ahead. They'll always show oh. you if you're deeper, so please... Yeah, people, when 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 you're looking at someone's video and they're trying to guide you into like doing like mass meditations where you're merging with other beings that do not sound like you've ever heard of them, for example. What's that woman's name? Is it Diana Coop that was doing the merge with the Monad in Portugal? You know. Yes. So and it's amazing and it's unfortunate too because there are obviously the lighter and brighter you are as bishop jim o'connor so beautifully puts out right it's like the satanic moth to a flame like we need to extinguish it and take it over but instead of extinguish and take off the board 
why don't you take it over and then we can take over the populace. And so we saw that video, what, three months ago, Diana Cooper, like, wait, I saw the flash of the dark demon eyes. It's in the video. It's on there. And then, yeah, and then do your research, look up what, what they're saying. Like, yeah. Um, wait, go to Big Shoe. You're talking like, about merge with your monad? What the fuck is a monad? Oh, hmm. it happens no, to be a demonic entity. And you're so. right. What were they doing? Rallying people to Portugal to merge with their monad. And you have all these people. It's really unfortunate because I really love the work that the real woman prior to being taken over. And by the way, everybody, I'm a sovereign soul and a sovereign man. And I have a right to say what I believe is 100% truth. And this to me is my 100% truth. You can disagree with me. That's fine. But I say to you as a man that that woman on that video had demonic eyes as well, literally in her house, has Satan's wife hanging right behind her. Symbology, right? Symbology is supposed to be their downfall. And she's promoting an event to merge with your monad in Portugal. And a monad is a demon entity. In an underground bunker-like place too that was very creepy. And in another... Beings, uh, satanic beings, one of them being Serapis Bay. So oh, if you don't, you know, you won't find these things much on um, Google, of course, but if you go into BitChute and do some searching and type in those kind of words there, you'll see, you'll find information on those other um, uh, platforms. Maybe well, and this is, this is where we have to be discerning. And, 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 and I've been, I, I got cracked open literally I, I was suicidal 25 years ago when I went on and when then I started on this journey. And so many of us, when we're hurting, we look outside of ourselves for help. Right. And mm -hmm. and so there's a mix because you do want to seek out help and advice and learn. But at the end of the day, you still have to go inward and discern what works for you. And because I had. Uh, a mentality where I was giving my power away at that time to everyone who I thought had greater authority, I was attracting teachers who were abusive. So I would end up with these teachers. And then what happens is, and and this is from someone who grew up thinking that she was stupid. I, I had terrible learning disabilities that were undiagnosed. And I've since realized that I'm actually really smart and I learn very fast. So I would be a quick study. I'd learn. And suddenly I was at the same level of my teachers start to rise above and they get mad. And then this abusive relationship would happen. And then I'd find another one. And then I'd find another one. And then I had to go, what is this mirror that I'm being shown? And so when we're in these situations, we have to come out of victim mode what is this mirror that's being shown to me? What do I have to heal? And now I have to go inside. Now, um, I couldn't have gotten where I am today by myself. So there are teachers and, and people who are out there who will show you the way who've been there. But if anything doesn't feel right inside of you at all, you need to question even people who have hmm. huge followings. And, and I have people in my life who were very dear to me and close to me. And I, you know, introduced them to a lot of people and then suddenly found out that they were not of the light. And it was very painful because mm -hmm. we also want to trust too. And, yeah. and so oh, there was this naivete. Hmm? 
Yeah, we should. And that's we've all. I saw this terrific um, thing on TikTok of all things the other day, but little video about um, you know t- trusting that gut, um, the gut, you know, if you and feeling into that. Um, and there was a fa- fabulous exercise where the, he was just throwing out questions, this guy, and you had to um, uh, say, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm, I don't know, and just work out whether it was coming from your mind or coming from the gut. And uh, the gut instinct always is the you know, the one to go with. So, yeah, that's, that's um, where we're sort of trying to help people, uh, guide them and, you know, and you know, question us too. You know, we don't and we don't expect people to believe everything we say. Like, go no, and out on what we say as well. Like, but you know, we can guarantee that you know we well, we love Jesus. <laughs> I know I do, mm. and I love God. Yeah, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. That was great. That was yeah, great. lost um, it. Yeah, we're, you know, we're you look at, I mean, Oprah being a big one for people to be coming out now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even two and a half, maybe three years ago, I'm like, oh, please don't tell me Oprah is one. You see a photo which comes up with her and Weinstein and, you know, probably pawning a girl off. And you're like, okay, it could be photo generated. It's possible. But at least stand back from it and go, mm-hmm. it's possible. But that's where I believe everybody needs to be right now. When you stand here, I'm not talking about being indifferent but every, at least stand there from an observable position and look at everything and you keep hearing all over, use your discernment, look at everything and go, that might be possible, right? That might be possible. You know, mm-hmm. if we were doing this on like a MAGA Patriot show, I would say, what if Trump is not the savior for America, right? There would be enough. Mm-hmm. Hang on a second. What if we, the people are, and you at least have a beautiful figurehead of hope to look at right mm-hmm. jesus type figure right now easy trolls i'm not comparing a man to jesus that's it there's only been one forgotten son of god right Joshua. however mm-hmm. where you you have to kind of look at you know who's a leader that's really going to help you you know you guys have in australia and i've been calling them since the very first show it's been over here now commander-in-chief of australia ricardo Vosi. Right. Even though it's just Australia one party, at least there's, Love a and there's a guru, if you will, and a few other and a team behind it that go, at least there's this, but still use discernment. So at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we have to be the people that bring other people together. And if anybody is saying you need to do something spiritual in order to be better, all the spirituality is really within. Hmm. Ho, open, open, oh, you've just heard it. And I had no idea. We had no show notes. We didn't know what we were going to talk about. We had a pre-chat because these ladies have never met each other before, right? Claire and Georgie to Lisa and vice versa, which is a point of this F-Bomb Friday. Bring together amazing people that I admire and respect and love. And let's see what unfolds. And that part is part of the Great Awakening. It's really, we had a channel a week ago. Heather Mays was on my show for Starseed Children. And the channeling was, you call it the great awakening. It's really the great unfolding, the unfolding of the magnificence of the people, of sentient life, of the animals, of the planet, mm-hmm. of the galaxies, and then the interconnectedness of all the interdimensionality of the beautiful species, mm-hmm. you know, and the galactics 
that were being channeled there was ninth dimension and seventh dimension arcturians and pleiadians said we're we're like looking at earth and all of you souls with like flashlights like the show is on and we're mm -hmm. encouraging and celebrating and loving everybody everybody but we have to stand back and go maybe that person's good or bad or they're playing a part for now to get us to the next step at the moment forgiveness love righteous indignation and action and i think that's what a lot of people are finally seeing right and most of america and then unfortunately canada too has stepped back from that standing up for action um and germany and romania and the farmers are all doing it and the truckers and poland is cleaning out cleaning house in the government and arresting the deep state nazi you know agents in the polish government right now and uh and i feel we're kind of at that point Fuck them off they go. Off you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what's interesting? I wanted to share this. I had a client this morning, um, because I stay very neutral about my political. It's not not no one else's business. And this person had tremendous fear about Trump becoming president again. It's that, you know, I don't know if you've seen um the comedian uh Jim, he does this whole uh Trump derangement syndrome. Jim Jim Carrey? Not Carrey. I'll think of his name, but he's hysterical. Um, it's called Country Boy. And, and I and he's, you will laugh. He does this whole thing about people who hate Trump. And so I turned it around on him and I said, what is in you that you have suppressed and don't like about yourself that you're projecting onto him? And we did this whole clearing and he said, oh, he's here to teach us. <laughs> And he's like, I don't have to like him, but there's a lesson that he's teaching us. And he was able to completely turn that around when he healed his shadow. So it was so interesting to look at what Trump is doing um, because he perceived him as a liar and someone who was out of integrity because of the way he'd been portrayed. And he was like, how can our society in the United States, how can our culture vote for someone who's so out of alignment with my own personal views. And so it, it's not possible to break it to them that the media is the one who's not in alignment um, with their values. That will come later. But uh, it was just really interesting when I turned it around on the whole thing about the mirror and how he was able to come to terms with, okay, I could be okay now. <laughs> nice. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> and that's so true of everything that triggers us, really, and every person that triggers us. Look at it as a mirror and ask that question. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What uh, what are the, the galactic channeling you had for 2024, Claire and Georgie? Um, has there been any update since we're now almost three weeks into January? In the current no, we no, not really because Claire went and had a week off. So, no, we haven't done that much uh, channeling together. But it really does feel to me like this year um, we are becoming more and more aware of the multidimensional aspects of ourselves and the whole unity concept because we are aware we have to unite, we have to come together. Mm. Um, we're also being given the, the strong message that they just want us to spread love just spread love consciousness yeah. you know that's what this is all about this ascension but we're becoming more aware of how many um, aspects of ourselves there are in all these other places and other realms that are doing all this work as well 
and that this earth school is the tough one uh, because of the lack of remembrance of who we are. But worse, I'm starting to definitely experience more of my other aspects of myself and what I'm doing, which is really fun and exciting. And uh, I think more and more people are going to begin to remember that and experience that too, possibly, as they uh, mm. continue on this journey, all at different levels of awakening and different levels of how it's happening to them. But I feel like that is definitely happening to help open us up to the remembering. Yeah. While we're here. Remembering past lives seems to be something as well that's coming mm. in for people uh, mm. just in meditation. It's really not that hard. Um, mm. You can go into a... Uh, you know, a, a meditation and, and just ask your subconscious to take you to where it needs to take you and uh, you can go and be shown something that will be helpful for you uh, in this lifetime. Yeah. And also the, I remember <laughs> what I was going to say earlier, which was that these experiences of encountering people that are, uh, you know, not really of the light anymore um, for whatever reason, I feel like they are being sent to us sometimes too. those of us particularly that are putting ourselves out there in front of others um, because it's helping us to learn the lesson and then helping us to help others to learn this lesson too which is the the other big thing that we're really learning a lot about and, and being reminded of constantly is inner discernment inner knowing intuition is so important it is your compass and your guide and to just keep on tapping into that intuition and inner knowing and gut feeling to guide you through this whole process. Uh, it comes into yeah. everything. I'm so glad you're talking about past lives because it's one of my favorite things to do with people. And what people mm -hmm. don't realize is that we walk around with those memories. We carry those past lives at a cellular level. And you're actually moving in and out of them throughout the day. <clears throat> so in the morning... People may find, oh, I'm better at writing in the morning. And then as they move through the day, I'm, you know, I, I work out better at this time. You're actually tapping into those skills and all of those gifts that you have. And what you're doing is when you're going into a past life, you're just remembering who you are. At the same time, when you think about quantum and time, time is not linear. So all of these lives are happening at the same time. And so we're having these lessons. And I know that's hard to wrap your brain around. Um, but you, when you do tap into them, you're bringing up these skills and these talents. So when someone is schizophrenic, and this is the perfect example of that, I believe that what you're looking at is someone who's moving from different lifetimes, but they're not integrated. Oh, so they're literally moving from lifetime to lifetime, different personalities from different lives. They will even have like one personality will have diabetes yeah. and the other personality doesn't. So, yeah. and they'll go in and out of all of these different personalities. So when medical records, if anybody, yeah. this is frame, I just want to point this out because it's also remarkable. The blood work of people in schizophrenia in this example has been drawn and that blood work shows this person's diabetic. And then they switch to that next personality and can draw the blood work again, not there. What? Mm, yes. Wow. That's yes. The power of intention. Yes. <laughs> Goodness me. Wow. It is. So so doing like the quantum work, I I studied with um 
uh, uh, the Life Between Lives with Dr. Michael Newton. And um, I do the Life Between Lives, which is five hours. <laughs> and I wow. think the quantum is also, um, it's pretty long between three and five hours. If yeah. you ever want to do that deep work, it, it it is amazing how much you learn about yourself. Now, when you work <laughs> with them, do you, are you meeting up with their council and their soulmates? And when you do that, are you going into several I'm lifetimes? Talking about, wait, wait, we don't, we don't do the, the past life work in, in our business, Wisdom Woven okay. in Time but I, I'm a trained QHHT practitioner, but I do recall working in the um, in-between lives or taking the person in-between lives. But, the, yeah, the possibilities are endless. Like, mm -hmm. like you can you can actually, yeah, the subconscious will take take them to so many different places. I remember one person just went and spent, and, and this is actually during one of our quantum healings that we do, quantum transformation healing we call it, um, and my my client just ended up at the end of it going and just hanging out with Source. Mm -hmm. I just said, "Are you all right up there?" She goes, "I don't want to. I'm quite happy. I'll just turn off the Zoom, and I'm want to stay here for the next couple of hours." <laughs> I could feel that the energy was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to leave? You know. But yeah, the possibilities are endless. Yes, meet his soulmate. Yeah, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. In, on which uh, timeline, though? In yeah, which life. <laughs> yeah, but whichever yeah. it's been. Yeah, I guess whatever, wherever they are at that point. Well, well, talking about timelines, I just learned this recently, and it's very interesting. How many of you, like, when you kind of heal something in yourself, you can't remember that situation anymore? I don't know oh, if you've ever happened really that, or it's like really hard to grab it. No. You've you actually need to work on that one. <laughs> You've actually hopped a timeline where once you heal it, it doesn't exist anymore. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, in, the, in the quantum transformation healing that we do, we, we take people back often and, and change change an event that they've been through, uh, change uh, um, change the outcome. Change the outcome or change the, even the decision that they made to, you know, do we something. We change or, timelines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Timeline works cool. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. It's just like it is. Yes. It's like you walk back or walk forward wherever and yeah. you see it. I had a yeah. Groundhog Day on December 20. Yeah, it was December 20th. And then it was the 21st. And I woke up and it was the 21st. This watch said it was 21st. I had it on the phone as well. Mm -hmm. And I was going somewhere. It's two hour drive. And it was so hard to get there. Everything was heavy and intense. There were cars breaking. There was four cars and a massive dump truck on the way, the route there, which is unheard of. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I just woke up in that kind of like really dense, thick, soupy fog. And I'm like, it's almost like you're extremely hungover after a keg party in uni, as the Aussies would say. It was just so weird. I happened. And I can literally tell you there was no drinking or keg party the night before for me. But that, that was the feeling. I was thick soup, right, going through that part of the day. And to get to my destination, there was just massive loads of traffic. So I stopped at a cafe and I ate something. And I'm like, screw this. Like, I got to go back. Like, this day is just brutal and not working out. So I drove back. Same type of situation, but no cars were broken down. But just brutal, angry people yelling at each other. That's happening today. Where am I? Like, this is not how I went to bed last night. And I, I look at my watch in the afternoon and I'm like, 
December 20th, 20. And the phone says December 20th. I'm like, I thought it was the 21st today. Wow. And then I went to bed that night and I woke up the next day. It was, oh yeah, and it was the 21st before I went to bed. And then I woke up the next day, it was the 21st and the day was awesome. I'm like, I and I called Honey, you know, Lisa knows Honey. Yeah. You know, Amy, mm -hmm. I'm like, all this happened. I have a screenshot still from that, but but now that's changed. I'm like, all I can tell you is this absolutely happened in my life. <laughs> yeah. So rad. And uh, I have a private signal chat with with people in about eight different countries, and um, three people experienced similar type events, Groundhog Day events. Mm. That stuff happened to them that same day. So something happened on December 2021, you mm. know, almost four weeks ago um, across the world. Hi. And I'm like, okay, I know I'm not a crazy person. And now I'm aware. Oh, maybe you are just a little bit. Well, isn't, wasn't that the, isn't that the equinox? Crazy conspiracy. Yeah. Was that the equinox, the 21st? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was a big day. Yeah. I, I never bother checking Schumann or anything on that. I'm just like, it definitely happened. And the new 21st is a lot better than the old one I woke up in yesterday. Yeah. Oh, cool. That's cool. cool. Yeah. Well, you well, got to do of, it again. If you fuck, fuck that, you get another day. <laughs> <laughs> that one was not working. I'm doing that again. What's going yeah. on with XRP? Shite. Put me on, you know, let's do over. <laughs> Yeah, you know, um, speaking of timelines, have you all seen the stuff about Baron Trump being a time traveler as well? I Baron have the book. I haven't read it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm we're talking aware about? Of it, but I haven't read anything recently. No. No, no. All I know is just Trump's son, and that's all I know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I ordered the book. I don't have it, but it's a story. It's the Adventures of Baron Trump, but it takes place. Was it in the eighteen hundreds? Eighteen hundreds, yeah. Eighteen yeah. hundreds. There's something about the eighteen hundreds too. Everything that we're told in our history here in Australia, anyway, they yeah. always say, "Oh, that was built in the eighteen hundreds," or "That yeah. happened in the eighteen hundreds." There's nothing before that. It's all yeah. just about the eighteen hundreds. It's, yeah, it was like dark ages and then oh 1800s. You're like, uh well, whatever, you know, Tartaria, mud flood, um, yeah. free energy kind of came after that, and then they shut that down. And what else happened? Nuclear winter, maybe? <laughs> it's like they reset the story in the 1800s. Right. Cabbage patch kids, the orphanages, the world fairs, Chicago, <laughs> New York. Hello. 1800s. <laughs> Some cow knocked over a lantern in South Chicago and burned a whole massive city built of granite to the ground. Oh, right. oh yeah, of course. That's true, yeah. How? So we're blaming <laughs> climate change on cow farts right now, but it was the cow that knocked over a lantern that caused the great fire. <laughs> I hope it didn't fart too. <laughs> <laughs> cow, cow jumped over the moon. That's probably... Blame the cows. <laughs> That's how propulsion cows. <laughs> cows says, "Fuck it, I'm going for it." You know, this is a good one. You know, here's your climate change. Yeah. Uh, now, now we just need to cue that that scene from uh, National Lampoon Christmas. You know, where the sleigh. Yeah, the sleigh. I, think, I think you and I could have a movie first, Brad. I'm into the same oh. movies as. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Caddyshack. I mean, oh, turns out Bill Murray doesn't seem to be a good guy, but. I mean, there, so many things are going to be ruined for us. You're like, is there anything good? Like, really funny? Like, Kai Shack was great too, right? Yes. Oh, God. 
Well, there, there's yeah. a whole conversation going on about the Mandela effect right now. And um, I saw this woman online. She had me in hysterics that she was convinced that the Fruit of the Loom, their logo, had this um, cornucopia. And Fruit of the Loom says, no, we never had that. I'm like, I remember Before seeing that as a kid, oh, right? Yeah. The cornucopia. Yeah, so, so she came up with her own logo using the cornucopia to see if they would try and sue her. <laughs> yes. That's really a good way to prove it. Yeah. Totally did too, because Michael Jordan was pushing Fruit of the Loom. Michael Jordan, right. basketball player, who's pushing the Fruit of the Loom. And the but same it's the logo, was, right? The logo, yeah. It's, the Fruit of the Loom with the cornucopia and the logo with like little grapes would come out of it too, and orange. And then um, was it Depends diapers. The, the so-called theory Mandela effect that de it was never depends plural. It was just depend. Like, you know, I, re I remember it depends diapers and senior nursing homes. And unfortunately with my, my Nana, who, you know, came down with Alzheimer's and they, they used depends. It was a plural. Um, it was a pelvis. And they're like, no, no, never happened. So, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So, so I want to talk about brain chips and profiles. Have you all won the new... Uh, the new bro oh chips oh totally <laughs> chips. how about yeah. just a snip you know what i get some really sharp scissors <laughs> yeah <laughs> to yeah. snip them yeah. <laughs> these chips i love I quite it. Like these, uh, chips yeah yeah they could work <laughs> those could work very yeah. well fire away <laughs> <laughs> Metal jack after the scissors, really? rusty scissors on pedophiles. Rusty scissors. Oh my and god, you know, that, that comes absolutely rustier the better from the 1800s. You know, yeah. everything was yep. great then. Put a pair of them uh, somewhere, maybe with maybe with some precaution from the nuclear winter. I've got a question. So, we talk about spirituality, we're all Reiki masters here, but we look when we look at what they've done to children and are still being done. And I'll just reference this, you know, AJ Roberts is opening and has almost officially opened now, officially Mission America Foundation UK, which is where we have trained up military veterans, a few good detectives, law enforcement, lawful legal side, as well as healers, social good, social workers, medical doctors, nurses, practitioners for healing. So they go in, identify, and rescue children who are being sex trafficked. Not kids pre-during. They've identified, they know it, and go in and rescue it. And this is the model that Aaron Spradlin, whom I've had on the show a few times, and it was on Michael's show and introduced them, has done successfully in five years. They've saved 4,875 wow majority are kids right because it's human trafficking overall so there's others above 18 men and women that they've mm -hmm. saved but that was in four countries and of course the largest consumer of child porn and child trafficking is the united states of america and they have over 388 million videos of child pornography created in the United States of America. So America, wake the fuck up and stand up and take some fucking action 
and don't be an armchair quarterback and post some comments like, yes, that's mm. great. Absolutely. Save the children. I'm going to fucking go over here and crack a beer and go watch my bread and circus show right now. Yeah. Because I want to know. Two years how you can stand up. So I'm uh, sorry. A spiritual question here yeah. is how do we deal with that? Because we know from a forgiveness standpoint that it's nearly unforgivable. Yet my personal opinion is we send them off to the courts of heaven. And that is a kinetic action. As long as absolutely the person or in persons for sure are <laughs> harming children, right? Like we have to still have that yeah. lawful court, not vigilanteism. Like, cause we know the FBI, the DOJ in the States has planted that shit on people's laptops who actually turned out to be innocent just to make them culpable to get them out wow. of the way. Yeah. So we have to yeah. make sure yeah. that's for sure. But I mean, obviously, if they're in the act, you fucking take them out, like slit their throat, put a bullet in, get the child out of there, like get the child yeah. out and, and then yeah. heal the child. So we're spiritually for you three ladies who are all you're all mothers as well. Yeah. Well, what should we do spiritually and how do you feel personally? That is a, a two part question to every one of you three individually. Thank you for asking. Yeah, it's a powerful question. Yeah, I think I think for me, um, yeah, visualization. Lisa, George, um, what's your thoughts? Yeah, spiritually, I think you know it's a bit difficult for us women to sort of get into the combat mode, um, and probably not for me my place. But uh, I do feel just a uh, you know we do do help out um on the astral plane but that's a you know that's another other topic but i think you know practically uh we can visualize and see these children um being being saved uh being protected by by god by jesus by the holy spirit seeing it as done so we've been taught by the blessed for service team who work with gene decode uh how to visualize correctly now there are there are different ways in which to do it and some of them and we were actually trained how to do it for a visualization envisioning for freedom mm. uh video that we did with gene and the blessed service team and ricardo bossi was was involved in that and so was brad it's a powerful thing it was incredible and it really is effective uh, so visualization for me would be the way to to begin um and also uh, educating our, our children, um, you know, really in schools, if that's possible, getting getting mothers groups together and, and um, educating them about about pedophiles and how to, you know, keep the children's eyes open, you know, really aware of 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 um, of the grooming that can can does go on in schools and in sporting groups and in other things where they infiltrate, yeah, because mm -hmm. they're everywhere these Freemasonic bastards yeah scum sorry that's my <laughs> don't apologize for scum yeah 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 i find it hard to um delve into it too deeply and focus on it too much because i think once you go there and, and know about it it's it's very difficult very difficult to continue going down that um let's call it a rabbit hole as well one of them but um i yeah also envision to um, try to make change in my own way, <clears throat> uh, envision the best outcomes. 
um, and say prayers in that way for the best outcomes. And also I am aware that our multidimensional aspects of ourselves are warriors that are fighting this and helping in our own way um, in other realms and and, um, through other means. And and so that gives me um, encouragement about it all. And then I also look at it from the perspective that we are all one. And so even though many of us feel that we want revenge or we want these people to get what they deserve, um, they're also uh, just God's children like we all are. And so I feel that's where we need to hand it back over to God, to source, um, and that it all is a much larger plan than we realise, a much larger picture than we realise. So I just uh, have faith that everything is a divine plan and that the light has won and that if we hand this back to God as well. But I also I, I also do encourage the men to get on board AJ's mm, group. Yeah, I think what he's <laughs> doing what he's doing is yeah. amazing. And I think each of us a practical have, side to it. Each of us have a different purpose here. Each of us have different um, skill sets and gifts and things that we're bringing here. So for us, it's helping helping people to heal, uh, helping to train healers throughout the world, doing things in other realms that we're doing. We're, we're all doing our part. And what AJ is doing is amazing. And I saw his call out um, that he yeah, did yeah. to initiate it, and I think it's fantastic. So, um, you and know, helping the victims of SRA satanic ritual abuse speak out there's Mm -hmm. a lot of different platforms that that's going on there's a particular lady here in australia called rachel Vaughan, who you should Mm -hmm. perhaps come on your show brad Uh, she's a very um high profile survivor of uh, satanic ritual abuse her father was probably australia's worst serial killer um and uh, yeah anyway helping people like that get their story out yeah. I think it's really, really important by sharing sharing the info as much as you can. Mm-hmm. It's not easy talking to people about it. Yeah. However, yeah. people get really worried. Yeah, go for it, Lisa. You know, it, I my brain goes into so many different places because I'm not a licensed mental health counsellor, so I can't say I do anything. So just read around what I'm about to say. <laughs> but I talk to people people who have had um, a lot of abuse. And um, there's a woman who I interviewed, Gina Hope, who I met at an event down in Florida to bring awareness to um, to uh, abuse. And this woman, this girl was sold by her mother to a biker gang and was put into uh, sex trafficking. And she was a sex slave and she was forced to do all of these things. She escaped. Her mother sold her back again. And here was the worst part. One, at one point, she did get to the police, and the police actually said they knew that she was being uh, sex trafficked. They had been watching her all this time, but they were also involved in trying to get them busted for um, drugs. And so they didn't want to ruin their, their um, you know, this arrest or whatever which put her into shock because the amount of damage that was done to her in that time 
And, you know, I have friends who have been, um, you know, ritually abused and, and uh, it just goes on. And I was just at a networking event in Vermont, in Burlington, where I met a former police officer. And she said, yeah, I was in this group where we would have to deal with all of these children and who had been horrifically abused. And she's like, I would be get them to court and suddenly they would disappear because the government was all behind the government, the police, the lawyers, the judges, they all knew about it. And and so there's a, a satanic, you know, where there are people who are, you know, taken over by these dark entities, sell their soul for money or whatever that is. Um, it's a hard place to forgive. I will say from the standpoint of a survivor, the greatest thing they can do and the whole ponopono is one of them is the forgiveness prayer and to let go. It's the first thing that I do, but there's so much damage that is done and, and on so many levels that it's really hard. And, you know, going to the courts of heaven, because who am I to judge? I'm not here to create vengeance and judge some, be a judge and jury on someone. That's God's job. And, and the other thing, and that's really hard is when you think about karma, right? And, and these contracts for those people who've done the work, the life between lives and all that is that we contract into these lives. And yeah. we, we know that there's a probability of certain things that are going to happen. So I always question, is the person that's being abused, were they formerly an abuser? Why would they choose? What did they need to know? So it gets very complicated on a spiritual level because we don't know why they chose to be in these certain circumstances, what the sole reason is. Um, yeah. So I like the idea of not being judge and jury and, and the anger and just now that the light is shining on all of this, that's where the darkness will go. Like Oprah had that school in Africa, right? She was best friends with John of God, you know, she had that school in Africa where the children, it was getting out that they were being sex trafficked. So all of these people who are getting outed now, it's all coming out. And um, I just keep praying and, and do as much as I can so I don't carry it. I don't want to carry that anger. I just want to forgive and let go and help the person who really needs the help so that they can move on. Because trauma gets transferred in the soul from lifetime to lifetime that has to be healed and cleared out yes beautiful said Lisa. yes good points you've brought up there and we are here to really spread love to all become love the frequency of love compassion yeah. all of that and yeah. um, you know maybe that is the divine plan that when we all do lift our frequency to that level that actually heals so much of what's been going on and lifts us out of that. And, and it is in God's hands how uh, he deals with those that, that have perpetrated all these heinous crimes and acts. So, yeah, I try to be as you were describing, Lisa, too, because, yeah, who are we to judge and we're all God's children. It's a tough one. It's a really tough one, a very controversial topic. It is. Mm. It well, is. Having been uh, born to a mother who was SRA, and then having stuff done to me, I can tell you that there's still within you that knowledge that something is not right. And yeah. now I wasn't SRA'd and mm -hmm. fully sold off, but 
I, you can still see even the narcissist know, right? Even just a narcissist who might not be a Satanist, they mm. know that what they're doing. I didn't is know that about that happened to you, there's, Brad. Sorry to that hear that. Knowledge. Oh, that's okay. No worries. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. But you know, like well past that was my twenty years of suicidal tendencies. You know, that, that led me on a big part of the spiritual journey and stuff, and the Reiki, right. all these other things. Well, QHHT and LDL. Um, back in 2015 in a big way that was another beautiful uplift for me so they know and for me when we still look at it with God's children God's like you have a choice and we look at the Bible and the Bible it's written that Joshua said better it be that you hang a millstone around your neck and drown yourself in the deepest of seas than to harm my father's children and repent can always go back to the way and maybe lessen a sentence in the courts of heaven that way. Yet at the same time, if people have gotten to that standpoint that they're doing that to children, which again, mm -hmm. once again at the U.S. border, but this happens everywhere, even on native reservations. I'm on the Alliance of Indigenous Nations calls every two weeks. And this isn't talked about a lot uh, for sure. But this is part of unfortunate stuff that gets done. When a, if a baby dies in order to put in the fentanyl now, it used to be drugs. Now it's fentanyl, yeah. right? Mm. They empty its contents before they get to the border, dead baby, fill it up with all the drugs, sew it back up, oh put God. it into a mother's arms and they cross the border. You know, oh, baby died on the trip, but they've got the smuggling over the border after it's already been abused. These are dirt huge volumes volumes of documented cases now this is just one of the same stories unfortunately at the u.s border but it's also around the world so those people there's no hope from a mental standpoint or a prison standpoint as far as i'm concerned if you've done that to kids you're not going to sit in front of a therapist's office in my personal opinion or go through a soul retrieval or a qhht and then go, no, I, I, I repent, and then I'm going to be, you know, of the light. You can repent, yes, as long as it's true, but then it's to God. We need to deliver them to God if you're doing mm -hmm. that. But here's here's the thing sorry. that here's the thing that I get confused about. Be there yeah, there are children who are abused, mm -hmm. and they go two different ways. Yep. They identify mm -hmm. with it and perpetuate it and then those who become the victims and have to spend their life undoing that the yeah. thing that i struggle the most with are those who end up identifying with it and repeat the pattern that i find very confusing and that i don't know that i could ever understand and i end from from standpoint i understand programming because we are all programmed but that is such a demonic devious programming where someone comes out of that kind of pain, how does that perpetuate? Yeah, it's a hard one, isn't it? It's very that, sad. That soul might be screaming, like, get me to the courts of heaven, because the actual, you know, jury and the judge there is the great omnipresence of divinity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so this this might be your ticket to freedom, so to speak, right? And I'm not saying a freedom in hell, like Bishop Jim would say, maybe they say, you know, this is a penance from another lifetime, mm -hmm. you know, you've served. I don't know. But there are people that are so far beyond. And 
to all of the points made here, we all need to move together as one because we're coming upon a time where the entire world is going to need a tremendous amount of healing, forgiveness, apologies, not amnesty. I'm not talking about this for people are talking about Kobe crimes, but apologies to one another from the way that certain races treated each other because we're all one and then uplift for peace, love, and prosperity. So the children, Beautiful. the people who have just went through the loss of their, their parents because of the vaccine genocide, and the kids mm -hmm. are there, but the kids never got the jab, and both parents are gone, and now they're, they have to live with, you know, friends down the street and be raised, you know. If we are at a moment in time where there's a lot of greatness for the world coming, there's also healing, and so it all gets back to here, like we have to be in full open, open up for the world. Yeah. And many, many say that mm. the reason that it is happening to children, mm. uh, these awful things, is to bring us all to that point, to bring us all together, because, you know, that is the most powerful thing, the way we love and, and feel about our children in this world. So, yeah. you know, that is something that can be the catalyst to bring everybody together and unite. And I was told the, uh, a big reason, over, especially over the last decade or so, of why the Satanists are going after kids openly. This is prior to Trump and rolling out, you know, the 2016, 2017, you know, stepping in front of the queen, et cetera, is because they heard, or maybe there's some scripture that says it is written that the reincarnation of Christ's child has been born. So they're literally just almost like, again, biblical times they're living, going door to door to try to take the children and corrupt that child so that Yahshua does not walk again and redeem everyone and remove them. That's what I was told a year ago as to the reason. You got God bumps. I've got God bumps up my back too. I, I was, did you, I don't know if you saw me do that. I was yeah. like, whoa, that just went up my spine. <laughs> that, that, that just speaks truth to me as to why they're so, so out there. You know, mm -hmm. that Jesus is here. And I've had somebody on the show, and I don't know if they want it. I mean, it's on the show, it's public, but um, maybe for them right now, they they said they know of where that child is. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they need to stay protected. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, most definitely. That child and Yahshua will reveal himself again in 2029 wow. according to how it's written about a three-month window from the decode that bishop jim o'connor and he's been on guru's show sharing that too a number of months ago pretty powerful that's not far off that's no not that yeah. long way <laughs> the return of the lord so we have a few minutes left here ladies and i'm i'm so i could continue to do this and i know that lisa's got a client on this f-bomb friday um <laughs> in <I'll>, australia <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, how would you like to um how would you like to wrap this up and you know is there anybody else who want to make famous fry out here because we just we just ended up with you know christ's return i think that's a pretty good way to go yeah. out you know uh, yeah how do you drop an f-bomb after that <laughs> 
gone from one extreme to the other. Yeah, <laughs> right. no, exactly. It's yeah. not cool right now to say the word. Yeah. But so I'll find some way of throwing it in there in a sentence perhaps. Uh, yeah, how do, how do we want to end off the uh, end of the talk? Um, well, Billy, Billy Connolly, by the way, was the first, just so everybody's aware about the word, Billy Connolly on my very first Bucket Friday show, I showed the clip of him talking about the word fuck and fuck, how amazing yeah. the word fuck is. And he had a, he had a piece for He's three amazing. minutes, you know, you know, it can mean anger. It can mean hilarious. It can mean an expression, you know, all this. And I'm like, absolutely. And if you look up the word about it, it's kind of, it can also mean attack, right? Or it can also mean celebration, but it's just, again, this English spelling of and in any culture, you can use that word. And he's saying, you know, you may be in Tibet and uh, some Tibetan man dressed in an orange robe is trying to break into your car and you can say, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what you are saying. Fuck off is such a lovely pair of words and it's international. I don't care where you are. If somebody's fucking with your bags at Lassai Airport in Tibet, and he's got a shaven head and, and saffron clothes on. And you say, hey, fuck off. He knows exactly what you mean. Exact. He will fuck off. Off he will fuck. Fuck off doesn't mean go away. Fuck off means fuck off. And everybody feels what it means. Nobody can write it down. There is no English equivalent for fuck off. Because it is English. Fuck off. You know? And English expressions don't have English equivalents. They fucking are, you know. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever have you ever seen? He's an Indian guru, and he does this ten minute diatribe of yes. all the different all the you'd have to add this later um, all the different meanings of fuck, and he just goes on as a it's hysterical. I'm gonna have to find it because it's one of my absolute favorite videos. And well, he's this prayer, no. prayerful, you know, Indian guru, and he's going on and on about all the meanings there of are many different ways to say fuck. fuck yeah. this, fuck this. I want well, some fucking curries. Bring me some fucking ganja. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, just go for it, right? We are so good at accents. Uh, uh, thank you very much. Too. I have 67 of them. I did actual voice acting for a little while, so yeah. Uh, in Australia, the way that that word is used is just so varied. It's not funny. Yeah. Like it's like you can say you can say it to mean so many different things. Even the way you say the word, it just on its own. Even mm -hmm. they're not paired with other words. You know, mm -hmm. it's wonderful. Yeah, there's another. There's another Indian one that's going around yeah. on social media, mainly Instagram too, where it's uh, all I do is I, I give no fucks, no fucks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps on saying that. You know, when somebody says this to you, and he goes, "You just give no fucks." I've got no, no more fucks to give. Yeah, yeah. I say that a lot. I've got a few fucks to give. That's a great one too. I've got a few fucks to give. Yes, that is a good one. Uh, somebody's going around this book, man. It says zero fucks given. I got no fucks to give, man. But I'm loving it. Give me some ganja. Um, <laughs> Yeah. We have many folks. Well, Bucket Friday is uh, a Bucket Friday. So, so okay, very, very I found so I found it. Different yeah. ways of using the word fuck, 
so I'm going to send that to <laughs> you. Right. You send it to me, I'll add it in the edit, even though we'll be streaming it for all the audience, you know, just because of time zones, we had to record this a little earlier. So at least everybody's going to get the benefit now of me dropping that in the edit. One of the most interesting words in the English language today is the word fuck. It is a magical word. Just by its sound, it can describe pain, pleasure, hate, and love. In language, it falls into many grammatical categories. It can be used as a verb, both transitive. John fucked Mary and intransitive Mary was fucked by John and as a noun Mary is a fine fuck it can be used as an objective Mary is fucking beautiful. As you can see, there are not many words with the versatility of fuck. Lisa Shermerhorn, coach.com, help extraordinary people live from. That's lovely. Leadership journey. Thank you. Be able to pop up, whatnot. Of course, it says internet connection <laughs> unstable. I don't love that. Nobody, <laughs> none of those trolls are in the comments again because we already off on them, right? They're like, internet connection unstable. Like, I'll talk to my production manager, assistant, sound, lighting, camera about that. Oh, yeah, they're all here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? Thank you. Yeah, all of us. And wisdom woven <laughs> in time, healing.com.au, Australia. And you have services here, including the return sovereignty in God, which is the vaccine removal healing. I have went through all of this training and now a train um, uh, healer myself. And it's a minimum Reiki level two. Used to be Reiki master to begin that, to offer that. And Claire and Georgie in Australia, if you're watching from Oz right now, they have actual benevolent medical doctors referring clients to them to do vaccine removal healing because they tap into God's source to heal it and return your soul and your tissues to sovereignty and God. You've Absolutely. got it. So, yeah, that's amazing. And I have a quick question because what about us who haven't been, but we have all the stuff in the sky that the, you know, that's coming down on us and stuff that's going into the, our animals, right? So yeah. we may be getting it anyway. So it sounds like it's something that everyone should check into. Yeah, this this course actually, and this healing that we've been then gifted from God, because uh, He's part of it too. Uh, and the, the Andromedan Council of Nine is particularly for the COVID nineteen vaccine only for people who've taken that one. It's specific mm. for that. Okay. Um, but in answer to your question, we have been given um, an information that there is um, another uh, module 
that is yet to be downloaded for, by us that that helps with what you're saying for, for everyone else. Removing all toxins and, and all effects of vaccines across the board. But all cells, it's cellular healing. Yeah. It, it actually is. It take, is a 10-day, well, the vaccine removal is a 10-day uh, detox detoxification process and uh, we ask uh, our people, our facilitators of, of the healing and the, we do it and our people have done the course do, who do it to provide um, before and after feedback, mm-hmm. uh, which is really interesting. We've got a really great database building up now. A lot of similarities in people's experiences. Fascinating. Um, the most recent one I did was um, was a naturopath and she'd had mm-hmm had it against her will, some of these um, shots. And she was so healthy within herself, um, didn't feel any negative effects from having it, but wanted it, you know, removed, wanted to take back her sovereignty um, over her health and her body and uh, reconnect herself. So she had the healing with me. And afterwards, you know, I explained, she was a little bit, um, what would you say, just a little bit non-believing in a way, um, about it. And then I said, you may experience detox um, side effects after this. Your body, your cells are going to be releasing all these toxins out of them and it takes about 10 days for this process. And I said, I would love to get your feedback and I'll be in touch with you to see how you go. And she walked away feeling like, oh, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And, uh, and you know, immediately the very next day, absolutely wiped out, like really completely fatigued that was the main thing she experienced but Mm. every person just about has some kind of reaction you know that really is profound to them to help them really realize they are going through a process it wasn't you know just in their imagination and it gives them a lot of faith in it too so she went for about nine days feeling like that um so not such a beautiful healing jesus works in this healing works at the heart is where most people are affected by it. Mm. And uh, great, a grand group of benevolent beings come in, the angels, archangels and God. Okay. It's solely responsible, though, for the removal mm. of the harmful components of, of the vaccine, it's which the, include luciferase and the nanotechnology. Mm, it's, Nano, yeah. it's the most angelic and powerful healing we've ever experienced doing. Yeah, and our facilitators as well. So, mm. yeah. Thank you for showing people that. Well, I'm going to sign up for their course. I might be another thing for you, Lisa. To I add just, yeah, no, I, I do. I just asked and I got this huge whoosh. Of, it always goes up my spine and down my arm. So you'll see like when you're talking about it all of a sudden. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, There's always yeah. a reason we meet each other. Absolutely. Thanks, so honored in the bridge across the pond here there and and so lovely and look at this and oh yeah i'm in i'm out i'm phasing in and out of the interdimensionality of the reality of the background now because it's getting a little dark in here um so thank you very much for that i will also add i love you fred thank you brother from another mother you're welcome one of the recent clients of the session expired that's weird my zoom are you still all, all there I'm here. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. I said my Zoom session expired. They're totally playing with us as soon as we talk about the job. Mm. Um, but anyway, but yeah, you have had blood work drawn from clients who have been with you. And then all of a sudden, now that it's gone. Mm. Wow. Yes, I had one, yeah, young man that that was the situation with. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. had blood screening done with the naturopath, so proper Beautiful. blood screening. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Yeah, because so I heard that they're every, actually everything. removing the blood clots from the um, the blood screenings, that the techs were actually told to take them out and not tell people what's in their blood. Well, this naturopath that I did the recent healing on, I was chatting to her about blood screening because she was finishing her training. And I said, are you going to do blood screening as part of your work? And she said, well, it's actually really hard to do the training now. Nobody wants to train you in blood screening <laughs> anymore. I thought, isn't that interesting? interesting. Yeah, it is. Awesome, ladies. Well, thank you so much for being here. Claire, would you like thank to sing the song? Is there anything that comes <laughs> to mind? You just do a little download? <laughs> fuck you fuck you very very much no I, I don't know you can use the previous one and cut it in if you like i think awesome. that was, awesome. that was my best I, I absolutely will <laughs> all right everybody all the links are in the description so you jump into wisdom healing and woven wisdom and time healing i'm totally messing that up <laughs> wisdomhealing.com.au and lisa yeah. right below here in the broadcast or if you listen to this on a podcast god bless y'all we'll see you later everybody cheers fuck a fridays 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 fuck it fridays wow Hey, you divine lions and lionesses, you amazing sovereign souls. Look at this. Powerful, affordable X39 patches help regenerate your stem cells. These were developed for Navy SEALs. Burns up to 500 calories, acts like a wearable med bed on your body. So you get to wear your natural wellness daily. Order X39 now at catchthelifewave.com. There's Monday to Friday phone support, so you can go there. There's Zooms, and there's a 100% 90-day money-back guarantee at catchthelifewave.com. The X39, there is nothing else like it. Help activate stem cells, reverse aging, and rejuvenate your life at catchthelifewave.com. I'm telling you, I, Michelle will tell you because she watches me, okay? So, you know, you saw me, Brad, yeah. that time when my back was so bad. You remember we were, yep. you were here. Yep. And you said, this is, we got to do something. Well, the, I had a, my left, my Robin, my left knee is destroyed. I mean, it's, it's uh, totally rebuilt and then five operations. But on, you have to tell about your back. And, and my back, my back is a, is a, uh, it's a disseminated idiopathic skeletal hyperostosis dish disease, which is a degenerative back disease that's genetically 
passed down. But what it leads to is total calcification of the spine. And so jumping out of airplanes just made it come quicker. Yeah, I didn't know that I had it until <laughs> until 2002, yeah. after I'd been in the army for 24 years. Wow. And um, jumping and all of the parachute jumping and the opening shock and everything. So when I was what 48, when I got out, something like that. And one application of the patch later. We went to a rodeo on Saturday, our first day. Literally, we went to a rodeo on Saturday. <laughs> and it was maybe six to seven hours. And he wasn't slumped over, and he couldn't no, handle it. No pain. It was like it pretty was, incredible. That was the first day. That was your first day wearing them. That was the first day. That was the first day, wow. was the first day I got that one. We're, we're only doing... Are you wearing X39 too, or just Ice Wave? No, just no, Ice just Wave right now. The way we did it, I just have, I've only done the Ice Wave. Yes. All I have used so far is the Ice Wave, the two patch thing. And um, I, I'm doing it, uh, I find, just over three days now, I find that where I needed, I did try it on the behind the neck. The first day, but what's here? What really would where it helps is put it right on where it really hurts is in my lower back across the pelvis, and I put it on the spine there, and then down on my lower left leg, down the top of the foot. So, the first day. so it goes through the bad knee. Yeah. That's it now. But I, since I put these things on, th that's how I feel. I mean, I'm walking straight. I'm not limping. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.